This podcast is also brought to you by Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm is so easy to use. It's simple, it's fast, it's effective. It's the easiest way to distribute your podcast to every major platform and in the quickest way. I've gone through other websites to host podcasts, and it's a pain in the butt. Anchor does it for you. Join Anchor.fm and do your podcast the right way. And if you're looking to start a podcast, contact one of us at ATV Sports, as we're looking for podcasters for nearly every professional sports team right now. If you think you'd be a good fit, you can also apply at our website, www.atbsports.net. You're listening to The Lake Effect with Chandler Adams. Thank you, God. Thank you all, and uh, welcome to the first episode of The Lake Effect. I'm your host, Chandler Adams. I'm still here to talk all things Cleveland for you, but we're just, uh, we want to include the whole city, a little bit of uh, Columbus, and uh, I love the Browns. You all love the Browns, but there's only so much you can do with them. And I just felt like I wasn't giving everyone all I could with the, you know, not including the Indians and the Cavs. So, yes, this is still the Dog Check podcast. Um, it's gonna, You're going to be able to find it at the same links, uh, just changing the name, changing the artwork. Uh, everything's going to be the same. Where you listen, obviously, you're listening right now, you already know that. Um, so, real quick, something very cool came up and uh i just sent the contract back over so i'm not going to say the name of the network yet but very soon hopefully my episode tomorrow on nba free agency will um i'm joining a a very a fairly large sports podcasting network and uh it's going to come up with a lot of cool opportunities for you guys and a lot of great opportunities for me to help get you guys even better content and uh yeah, they have a huge fan base. Uh, they're very good. Uh, they're based right out of Michigan, so close to us. And, yeah, so that's going to be happening very soon. Maybe I'll even announce it today. It just depends on when we can get everything worked out. And, uh, yeah, so that's exciting. But today, especially with the loss last night, um, so if you're not listening, the day I record, the loss Friday night to the Orioles was heartbreaking. And we all want to get, we all want to, you know, Pitchfork and Clevenger. The dude hasn't pitched since April. I know he pitched 11 days ago, but then he was out again for another 11 days. He hasn't pitched. The Orioles were due for a game. They had lost 13 out of 14 games. Everyone's due for a game now and again. And the Indians were hot. Don't because of Brad Hand's blown save, which was his first of the year. I mean, he's been the best saver. He's been the best closer in baseball this year, and he didn't make the All Star game. Uh, don't have a short memory. Remember everything that's happened, guys. Sorry, I'm gonna start saying y'all or you all. I hate saying guys because I know there's um some women that listen to the show, and I I know I'm trying to fix that. But anyway, if I say it, I'm very sorry. Everybody. Right now we're sitting at forty four and thirty seven. Eh, 
It's not that pretty. But we only finished the 2016 year 94 and 67. You know, so obviously I don't know if we'll get to 94 wins. But have a memory of the 20, I want to say 21 game. I'm not going to look it up. I could be wrong. Cup games off. Remember the win streak. That's all it takes. It just takes one hot streak. To be honest, with this Indians team, mark my words, all it's going to take is Bauer to get close to his peak form, which he has not been this year. A healthy Clevenger. Clevenger's going to be back. He's not going to pitch like he did the other night. He's getting the rust off of him. It happens. Carlos is out. Will we get Carrera back? You know, if not, will Pluck go and Plesic, Plesac, and um, Bieber keep playing well? Um, obviously, Bieber's taking much more of a workload than them, and Bieber's um, solidifying himself as a true four or five man in the rotation. But I haven't even mentioned our best pitcher, Corey Kluber. He's going to be back soon. And whether it was a good thing or not, this might sound terrible. I think Corey Kluber needed the broken arm. He needed a minute away from baseball to realize he loved it again. And I'm not saying he wasn't playing like he didn't love it. But other than LeBron and this sustained dominance forever, you know how hard it is to remain one of the best at your craft and not get lazy or bored or tired with it and stay where you are. I mean, think about it. Um, let's go some, you know, let's go recent. Dwight Howard, for two, three years, was the most dominant player in basketball. Not the best, most dominant. And, of course, the way the game kind of started to change didn't help him. But he just, you could tell it wasn't there. He was fighting with teammates. He wasn't giving it at all. You know, he wasn't getting every rebound he could have. It, it just happens in the sport. In sports, in general. And Corey Kluber's been one of the best pitchers in baseball the last five years. That's not me being biased, which I'm pretty biased towards Cleveland, which you all know by now. It's not me being a homer. It is statistical fact. Corey Kluber's been one of the best pitchers in baseball. You know, Kluber, Sale, uh, Kershaw, Verlander. It's this tier guy, Scherzer. I mean, if I had to pick a five, that would probably be my top five pitchers in baseball over the past five years. It just takes Kluber coming back and being part. I mean, two and a half ERA for Kluber isn't very good. He's done way better than that. And that's all we need from him. Trevor Bauer sitting at like a four six ERA, I think. He's not even close to his best. Um, Clev let up seven runs last night. When was the last time you remember Clevenger pissing? Pitch? Oops. Pissing. <laughs> Hopefully you don't remember Clevenger pissing. When was the last time you saw Clevenger pitch like that? You know, Bieber's starting to get the feel of the game. Some games he gets rocked a little bit, which happens. But he's starting to find... He's starting to get really good with, obviously, watching the tape and the film and knowing where to pitch to guys, and he's getting that connection. And you know what these young guys, Savali, Plezak, um, Plutko, one thing, a little off the topic, I was talking to my dad the other day and I noticed 
when those three guys pitch, they always bring up Ploiecki, which I really love because you don't want to have to start your pitcher, your catcher for all five of your pitchers. So you might as well get Ploiecki situated with those young guys uh, now and let Roberto rest. I really like that they do that. But it just takes one of those guys showing up. Plutko has flashes against the Yankees. He was dominant. And Plutko might be a good trade piece. I'll go into that a little bit later, but Savali, can he do that again? And then, like I said earlier, Carrera. It just takes Carlos coming back. I mean, if he doesn't, I, you know, obviously more than the Indians, I just hope Carlos is doing well. I don't know if there's a man in Cleveland outside of, you know, LeBron and Kirksey that does more for the community. Uh, Just a freaking awesome guy, and everyone should be hoping for the best for him. I don't know why somebody wouldn't, but. Keep him in your thoughts. And that's all it takes. We haven't had five pitchers that have been able to go out there and play together for a while now. Everyone's off and on injured. And the other thing is we need another reliever. I think they're going to buy at the deadline. I don't think they're going to sell. I, They might buy and sell. Do you, do you sell a Trevor Bauer? I, I think you should. Um, he's not going to sign back for cheap, and he's not going to sign back long term. He's going to do those one-year deals. Trade Trevor Bauer. I love his energy. Absolutely love his energy. And the teammates love him. And I love his cockiness and his swagger. He's a lot like Baker Mayfield. But I think you can get more. Um, You know, I hear trade Lindor. You'll get a bunch. Please don't trade Lindor. You tell me right now, a shortstop, you would sign over Francisco Lindor in the MLB right now. Name me a single one. Oh, maybe Carrera. Yeah. But I wouldn't. So, yeah. And I know, I think it's the stat, no baseball team's ever gone to the World Series after paying a player 20% or more of their salary cap. This is different. This is the heart and soul of a franchise right now. And if... If they don't sign him back, I don't know where the Indians go from there. Yes, they have some young studs, but they're going to be defeated unless, you know, they think someone can come in, uh, like Nolan, uh, who's uh, in the AAA right now, come up and fill that void. But I don't think they realize just how good Francisco Lindor is. He's the best player under 25 in baseball. He's multiple Golden Gloves. One of the best hitting shortstops. One of the best power hitting shortstops. I just think he's different. And this guy's better than Bryce Harper. I, What in the hell were the Padres doing signing Machado? And what in the hell were the Phillies doing signing Bryce Harper? Both have good... Both are young and talented. Yes. But... For God's sake, they're not that good of baseball players. They have good flashes. They have some good aspects. But then there's players like Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, Carlos Carrera, Jose Altuve, Frankie Lindor, who don't have holes in their game. Charlie Blackman. They they don't have holes at all. Contact, power, um, 
situational hitting, um, taking the ball away, defense. You know, Machado can't play defense. I know the people rave that he, some stat about him as a shortstop, but he also, when he moved to shortstop for the Orioles, he led the league in errors the one year. And he can't sprint down the line for the Dodgers? Oh, gosh. Anyway, I got a little off topic. That's my rant for paying Frankie, and I'll go more in-depth into it when it gets closer to the time that we have to decide. But back to the Indians. A half game back from the wild card right now. That's not... They haven't even been playing well yet. They were hot. They got hot there for a minute. Uh, but I think the only team you have to worry about behind you in the wild card is Boston. Um, yeah, Oakland's right there too in two and a half games. But Boston's just like the Indians. They have it there. Can they flip the switch? Oh, Mookie hasn't played well this year. Jose hasn't played well this year. Either of those guys flip it on. Ugh. Uh, you know, Tampa Tampa Bay, thankfully for us, has been ass lately. You know, they're leading the wild card. Um, them and Texas are actually tied at forty six and thirty six. They're three and seven in their last ten. Cleveland's seven and three. And, you know, should be eight and two. We had a blown save. It happens. You got two more games against the Orioles. Go get it done. I'm. I don't care. You shouldn't look. That's two wins. We're gonna get two wins against the Orioles. They're gonna come out and slaughter them. They're gonna come out and just put it on them. And I don't think Tito's gonna stop because you start scoring runs, he's not gonna start stopping them. You know, some people do. Kind of like, okay, you know, maybe hold up here. No, he's gonna push the envelope. He, this team needs it. And more importantly, Jose needs a game. He just needs one game. He gets one game, and he's back into it. You know, I see all this hate on Jose on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube, wherever I go. The guy's 26. He's having trouble hitting a curveball right now. But he's not striking out. That's what's important. It's just... Right now, Jose's sitting at, I believe it's 43, 43 strikeouts, okay? He's only batting 216, but it has gone up. 16, it's gone up like .16 in like two weeks. I, that's that's good. Um, his home runs are obviously not up there at all. He does already have 18 stolen bases, which is huge because he's not getting on base very often. But he's only at 43 strikeouts. Then you go to Josh Donaldson, who is in the All-Star game. He's sitting at 85 strikeouts. It's Jose's getting the bat on the ball. Often. I mean, just in your head right now, think about Jose at the plate. The first thing I think of is uh, a little line popper mix to left center or right center field. I Think about how often that happens. He's so close to hitting the gap. He's just getting underneath the ball. He's almost swinging a little too hard. All it takes is a... It just takes 
a good hitting coach or, you know, a good week of hitting to get his mind right. And he's back on top of it. I I think by the end of the year, he could absolutely... I mean, after the All-Star... All-Star break is going to be great for Jose. Sit back, reflect, hit a couple hundred thousand balls. Because you know he's going to. You know he's not going to just sit back and think he's going to be fine. And just... He's right there. I know people don't want to see it. And I know I've been called way too much of a Cleveland optimist. But watch him. He's hitting the ball. It's just not going... It's just not getting down. And it's not like he's hitting dribblers to the first baseman every time. He does need to learn how to go away with the ball a little bit more. But, I mean, this is what you get. He's a extra base home run hitter. He's Yes, he is a contact hitter, but he's not the Frankie Lindor contact hitter or the Michael Brantley contact hitter or the Carlos Santana contact hitter. He's more towards the home runner bus guy. Um, he's not near as bad as, you know, an Encarnacion or a Bryce Harper or a Manny Machado or an Alex Judge. Aaron Judge, good Lord. But that's kind of who Jose is. So, just don't don't turn your back on him yet. He's going to be fine. I promise you that. He's going to be fine. You can tell... The number one thing that got me going for him is the other day, I think it might have been the Tiger Series, he made that uh, one, one-handed one uh, play. He sprinted up on the ball. He's still playing great defense. He's not defeated out there. You know, at the plate, after he, gets a, after he hits it and, it, you know, he lines out again or he pops out again, he does look pissed off. He should be. That's fine. But he's not defeated, and he's not quitting. That's big. And he's only 26. People never pitched him the breaking ball before. For some reason, it took four years in the league for people to realize he can only hit fastballs at a good rate or a hanging curve, which anyone can hit. But he's going to be fine. You know, and Indians are only eight games back from first place in the division? That's insane. That eight games is like nothing. I know that sounds crazy, but hear me out. The the Indians have two games against the Royals. Okay, I'm going to chalk those up as two wins. And then right after the Orioles, we go to, after the Orioles, we go to the Royals. Um, I'm going to say we go two for three there. That's four wins. And we go to the Reds. I'm just going to say split. It's always a split. Two games, I'm saying we win one. Twins come to Cleveland. Cleveland, pack the mother effing stadium. Julia, if you're listening, we're going. It's on a weekend. We just got to go to one game. That atmosphere is going to be insane. I'm going to be brave, and I'm going to say the Indians get two wins there against the Twins. That's going to make up a lot of ground. Then we have the Tigers in Cleveland. Four games. Four-game sweep. Indians, four-game sweep. Then we have the Royals again. I'm going to say we split. I mean, we get two wins. We lose three. Then we got the Blue Jays. I, oof, I don't know. 
Nah, nope. I'm going for it. We're going a three-game sweep. They're starting to hit their stride. Jose's starting to hit. But then you run into the Astros. I'm going to say we drop two games. We only win one. Okay, that takes us That takes us to August. So that gives us 4, 5, 7, 11, 13, 16, 17 wins over that time span. And, you know, there's a couple games that they might actually sneak in there and win that I thought they'd lose. You look at the lineup right now. For some reason, he's not even an all-star. That's just... I don't even want to talk about that. Frankie's playing well. I mean, you look at the way he's hitting the ball right now. He's been electric, and he's been exactly what this team needs. Uh, we just need a couple more people, you know, to step it up. He's he's not going to hit, you know, his marks for everything he did last year that was just, you know, he had 129 runs just run and that's just, I mean 129 is just absolutely incredible but this year so far he's batting 298 um if he can keep at this pace this will be his best hitting year yet in my eyes I mean he batted 313 and 301 his first two years but um I think he'll be able to bat better in 301 this year and in 2015, he only had 390 at-bats, so not not to take away from the 313, but, you know, if he bats 305 this year and he has 500 at-bats, 550 at-bats, it's, I think, more impressive. Regardless, he's got 12 stolen bases, and just like Jose... Actually, Jose's doing a better job of it with their at-bat-wise. Um, only 44 strikeouts right now. They're, they're getting the bat on the ball. It's important. But Frankie has been just playing lights out, and it's he's been carrying this team right now with uh, Carlos Santana, which is the next person I want to talk about. Carlos? Oh, I've already said it on my Indians podcast before. Uh, one of my top... Um, Indians of all time Carlos, Pronk, Victor Peralta they're all up there um, you know but my favorite Indian of all time is Carlos Santana um, you know when I was a kid I used to do the rolled up pants I mean I used to do the pants down low because it was what ha- started to be cool and then Carlos came and when he would roll his pants up the next game I had I would roll my pants up. When he rolled, wore his pants down, I would wear my pants down. Not around my ankles. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Gosh, I cracked myself up. At least that makes someone laugh. Uh, Carlos this year, batting 290. You know, that's on track to by far be his best hitting year. Um... On base percentage, 411. On track to be by far his best year of on base percentage. By far his best slugging. Uh, by a long shot, his best OPS. It, 
I mean, just and he's got three stolen bases, which is pretty badass. But and then the thing that is, I think is confusing most people is 18 home runs. Carlos is not a power hitter. Uh, he had that one year, and I think it was 20. Yeah, it would have been 2016. Yeah, he had 35, 35. Let me look it up. He had 34 home. He had 34 home runs, but I think it still surprised people. Um, it, I just Santana has been absolutely, and his defense has been spectacular. Um, Carlos and Frankie right now are the heart and soul of this team, and you know, I, I just we need a couple more people to. Just step it up and, you know, take some of the load off of them. Which is then I go to Jason Kipnis, who, not play-wise, but locker room, is the heart and soul of the Cleveland Indians. And, yes, I do think they will re-sign him. Um, and I do think he will know he's going to get a pay cut. And I think he'll re-sign. Um, Kipnis has been hot lately. It was like a week ago. I tweeted it out. He had been batting like 313 over the last four series. At, he's found it. He's getting through the strike zone so quickly with his bat. Um, his swing, just, I mean, the ball is just popping off of his bat. And you can tell. It's visible. It's visible how much more confident he is in there. Um, and then last night, I know not many positives happened last night at all, except for Mer- we realized Mercado can play center field. He must have just been like nervous or something um, because he had sucked in center field. And I'm saying this with love because I, I absolutely love Oscar, and I think he's going to be a great player. And you got to criticize great players. Um, he had been terrible in the outfield. Uh, bad angles, not hot jumping on the ball fast enough um, to make the break. But last night he played amazing out there, um, which is nice because, you know, Naquin's been uh, – centerpiece and right field for us on defense and then we just got to find that I, I my ideal lineup would be Mercado in left field and Bradley Zimmer to come back by the end of the year and be in center because he is a freaking monster in center field um but anyway Kipnis back to the bright spot of last night Kipnis hit one a bouncing ball to the shortstop and he just put his head down and started running. It should have been an easy out. It wasn't. He was safe. He sprinted and he got there. And that's the kind of stuff that comes along with you in a hitting, like hitting well. You just you're all around game. You you're more energized and focused. And I'm not saying that if you're not hitting well, then you shouldn't have to sprint down the line. I'm saying when they do hit well, these guys that get paid millions of dollars realize they just have more energy, they're more focused, they uh, give a little bit more. And I just think Kipnis has been really well, have been playing really well lately, and I think he's going to turn it on because I think he realizes, like, and he's going to get these kids realizing, like, we have to go now. There's no waiting until the last month. Uh, so I'm really excited to see if Kipnis can stay hot. And then other players that have been playing well. Oscar Mercado. Woo! Buddy, 
He's our best bat right now, and it's not even debatable. Oscar Mercado, the rookie, has been our best hitter um, as of late. And, I mean, I th- I think should get rookie of the year. Uh, if he stays at this, obviously. Stays at this rate. Um, yeah, he's... I mean, he's just playing really well. And last year in Columbus, he was only batting two fifty two. Uh that's that's not good. This year in Columbus he started batting two ninety four and and it's showing. Uh this is where we trust Tito. I people all the time I see on Twitter all of a sudden are mad at Tito all the time. Take a step back, and it's only really after losses. This man might be one of the best managers in all of baseball. Like, what in the hell are you watching if you're hating on Tito? Does he overwork some of the pitchers sometimes? Yes. Is it needed? Absolutely. The Indians have... The Indians don't have the best bullpen in baseball. It's not even close. They have the best closer in baseball. Brad Hand has single-handedly carried that bullpen the entire year. It's not... They have the best bullpen in baseball. Yes, ERA, they have the number one bullpen in baseball. That's laughable. Adam Simber has not, been, has not done well. Uh, I'm just going to name, like, our, you know, the main guys that come in. Perez. Don't know why he still even comes in. <laughs> Olsen has shown flashes. Um, Who have I said? I said Simber. Perez. Um, good Lord. Olsen and Goody has shown flashes. But nobody's been dominant. Gosh, that took me a long time to remember his name. Whew. It's too early. Brad Hand has been dominant. He had one bad game. One. We're going to be fine. But I think we do need to get another reliever. Um, I truly do. And it, this is a lot, but... When Kluber's back and Trevor right now, those are two guys you go into the game thinking, I'm getting seven innings. It's just how you, it's just how they roll. They're two of the best pitchers when it comes to how many innings they can pitch. And it's not that they're pitching 40 more pitches a game than other pitchers. It's that they're so efficient most of the time, they use less pitches to get that far. I do not even remember how I got off on the rant of the relievers. Whew. But Mercado. He's he hits the ball where it needs to he doesn't pull. He's just a he at the plate just looks like Francisco Lindor. Just relaxed, smooth. And you just you have confidence when he's at the plate. The last 
player I'm going to talk about that I think needs to get hot is Bobby Bradley. Is there an intense amount of pressure on him? Absolutely. I can't remember the last time there was this much pressure on a Cleveland Indian so young. You know, when Frankie came up, when Jose came up, people were on social media and stuff, but good Lord, Twitter's grown so much over the past four years. And unless you're LeBron James or Tom Brady, it's hard to cancel out the noise. Those two are... Those two are the two of the greatest of all time in sports history because they can block out noise. And Bobby Bradley wasn't able to block out the noise, which is fine. He's a kid. He's not a man. He's a kid. I'm a kid. You know, I'd say until you're 26, 27, you're, you're a kid. A, a, boy, a male's frontal... Cortex isn't even fully developed until 27. Think about that. A woman's is much earlier. I think it's like 22. That is why they don't do dumb shit. <laughs> and Bobby's a kid. Is he pressing right now because he wants that first home run? Absolutely. Is there a chance he's going to be a lot like Jose and wants to pull? Absolutely. Can this all be fixed? And they might fix it quicker. Oh, and he can't hit the breaking ball quite at an efficient rate yet. Is there a chance that they're going to look at this and be like, Jose had a couple years, but he had a couple flaws, but he was able to somehow cover them up with a good swing. Can we fix Bobby now? Absolutely. You get Jose and Bobby working together, fix their... Being able to go away with the pitch, being able to sit on the breaking ball and be able to distinguish what breaking ball you're getting and where it's going to be in the zone and how to flip your hands on it. Absolutely. He's going to be fine. He's going to be just fine. And He's had a couple games where you're, I mean, his debut, what, what more could you want? He, I mean, his batting average right now is bad, but he's had 13 at-bats. You know, but he's got, he's he's going to be fine. Um, He's got seven strikeouts, which we all kind of knew that's what, we all kind of knew that's what player we were going to probably get. Even though, you know, this year in Columbus he was batting 292. He's most likely going to be a David Ortiz type hitter. Um, but he's going to be fine. And truthfully, I think when it comes down to the nitty gritty, it's call me crazy for thinking this. I think, you know, comes time for playoffs. Our lineup, not the batting order, but our players will be, you know, Frankie at short. Carlos at first, Kipnis at second, Mercado in left, Bobby and DH, and first, mixing in and out. Jose at third, Zimmer at center, Naquin at right field, and Roberto at catcher. And Roberto's been awesome this year. Um, I think that's what it will be like. And I am on the hill that Carlos Santana should lead off 
every game. I think Carlos should always be the leadoff hitter. Um, Frankie does an awesome job. But Carlos gets on base more. But Frankie loves leading off, so there's there's con there's pros and cons to everything. And I could be completely wrong. I love how the lineup's looking right now. The last thing I want to cover is will the Indians be buyers or sellers at the deadline? I think they'll be both. I think you look at Clint Frazier in New York. Have people reported that he's a bad presence in the locker room? Yeah. But people also report that Baker Mayfield is not a good teammate and he's never had a single teammate that's disliked him. They all actually say Baker's my favorite teammate ever. So you don't know exactly what to believe or what's perceived and what's the truth. Here's what is for sure the truth. Clint Frazier at 191 at bats is batting 283 with an on-base percentage of 330 and... 11 home runs. That's fact. Another fact is his defense is not very good. But you can hide him. You can't hide him. But the Indians have played Kipnis in center and Carlos Santana in right field. Like Crazier things have been done. And you can DH. We're in the AL. What do the Yankees need right now? I mean, they could definitely use a strong right-handed pitcher. The Indians have tons of prospects. You don't give up McKenzie. Dear God, don't give up McKenzie. That's the number one pitching prospect, basically, in baseball. But there's a couple guys with, like, 90-grade fastballs and, like, a 70-grade slider. I forget his name, but I saw it the other day in a report, and Maybe send Plutko with them. Uh, the Yankees have a good memory of Plutko. Well, bad for them, but it looks good for Plutko. He shut him down. I, if they're not, I mean, Frazier's going to get traded. Seems to be. I don't know why you wouldn't at this point. If Frazier fits into this lineup. You need another right-handed power guy. And Chang didn't show up last night in his debut. If you think it's Chang, I would say keep developing Chang. Trade for Frazier because he's still young. Keep developing Chang and eventually move him up. And Frazier's the only guy I really have on target that we could buy. Um, Well, there is one more. The Indians have a plethora of right-handed pitchers. So I go to our good friends Kansas City. I don't know if they'll make a deal with us. Jake Diekman, uh, this year he's got a 4 ERA. It's not very good. But his 2.96 FIP, uh, it it shows that his arm is better than his numbers. FIP is fielding independent pitching, by the way. Uh, it like focuses on the events, events the pitcher has the most control over. Strikeouts, walks, hit-by-pitches, home runs. Um, it removes, like, the balls hit into the field of play. But, I, that's, if I look at him, if I'm looking at a reliever, maybe someone like that, um, 2.2, 2, 
million salary, and next year he's got a five million club option. I, it's someone. You know, if you go on MLB or whatever, the first reliever that could be moved is Brad Hand. Shut the hell up. Brad Hand's not going anywhere, you dumbasses. <laughs> I don't know who in their right mind wrote an article thinking Brad Hand would get traded. I mean, really, that's just idiotic. The pitcher, that's a big-time pitcher, that I could see being moved would be Trevor Bauer. Get prospects for him. Get a reliever. Get another outfield hitter. You can buy and sell at the same time. I truly believe that. And I think that's what the Indians should and will do. Um, if they stick with everyone they have now, don't add anyone big. I still don't think it's a loss. I think they have a good roster. They just need to piece it together, player by player. And I, I'm i going to wrap it up there. I don't want to go on and on and bore everyone. But... Everyone, we're a game and a half back from the wild card spot, with the Rays being three and seven and us being seven and three in the last ten. The rule of baseball: if you start out hot, you usually don't end that hot. And if you're a good, good team, which the Indians are a good roster. If you want to believe it or not, they're a good roster. If you start out slow, you might just peak at the right time. And I think the Indians are going to peak at the right time. But until then, all we can do is sit back and enjoy it. Don't get too cranky. It's a long season. Oh, they basically have a they have 100 under 100 games, like 90 games left. It's a lot of time. But I will say this. They need to play well these next few weeks. They need to play well in July. August is going to be a bitch. But don't worry about the Indians. They're going to be just fine. Thank you for listening to the first episode of The Lake Effect with Chandler Adams. And like I said at the beginning of the podcast, everyone, big announcement coming soon. Um, hey, uh, screw it, I'm going to say it. It's with Big Heads Media Podcast Network. And uh, I, I just, uh, it's really exciting for me. A lot of great things to come. They're a great company. Um, I had an offer from them and Unwrapped Sports Network. Unwrapped Sports Network, they were great. Had a good phone call with Perry. I just, and it was t- super difficult to turn them down. But they've got a really good thing going over there, too. Go check out their podcasts. But make sure you subscribe, leave a rating, follow, whatever you have to do. Tell people about this podcast if you enjoy it. And if you have suggestions of stuff, I, shows I could do, um, guests to have on, things I could do better that I'm shitty at, let me know. I want to know to make it more exper- uh, make it a better experience for you. But uh, I will have an episode out tomorrow as well on the NBA free agency. Until then, stay cool, everyone.